Hello and welcome to this week's Renwick Centre podcast. My name is Trudy Smith and I'm the Manager of Continuing Professional Education at the Renwick Centre. So delighted to have today's presenter with us. Andrea is going to be one of the, the keynotes at the Itinerant Teacher of the Deaf conference this week at the Renwick Centre. And Andrea is going to now just tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience. Thanks Trudy. It's um, lovely to talk to you today. Um, I'm an audiologist and speech pathologist and um, I'm currently in the final year of my PhD in the Department of Cognitive Science at Macquarie University. Um, I like the topics of reading, I like to know how children learn to read, how children learn new words um, and how we can teach them and support them to learn better. Excellent. And it's, it's your research that I'm really interested in. I'm so pleased that you've come to talk to us about it today. So can you talk to us about what research did you do and why? So as a part of my PhD, we looked at um, how we can support children with hearing loss with learning new words. We've had excellent advances in technology. Um, we know that um, many children with hearing loss who communicate orally use cochlear implants and hearing aids. Uh, but research has shown us that um, learning new spoken words is still quite challenging um, and speaking to teachers who work with um, children with hearing loss will also tell us the same thing. Um, so this was um, why we wanted to look at how we can support, you know, uh, and help them learn better. And we know that spoken vocabulary is really important for communication, but it's also very well proven in um, research that it's very, very important for reading ability, um, for children to uh, perform well in school. And that's why we thought this was a great question to explore. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's, it's so important that we find, we dig deeper into how our yeah. kids learn. So how did you go about doing this research? Uh, we taught children with hearing loss um, the names of new objects um, and we provided them with spellings when they were learning some of these new words and um, the other words were taught without spellings. We had children with hearing loss who communicated orally um, who participated in the study. We also had um, children who were hearing normally um, and were matched in age to the children with hearing loss uh, who also participated in the study. Um, so there's some evidence in literature that says um, when we're trying to learn new spoken words, providing spellings um, provides sort of an anchor to um, help us learn and remember the new pronunciations. And for children with hearing loss, it's, um, it's quite difficult to learn and remember these pronunciations because of um, you know, phonology and remembering the sounds and all of that. Um, so we decided to try and see if they learned words better when we taught them with spellings. Um, so we um, taught them a few words um, without drawing attention to the spellings when they were provided. Um, and we also looked at whether um, both the groups, children with and without hearing loss, benefited from the spellings. We looked at whether um, the performance at the end, um, you know, the learning of these new words um, were at the same level between these two groups, kids with and without hearing loss. Um, and we also wanted to know because um, word learning is not just about learning in the moment. It's also important 
that they retain the word over a period of time because vocabulary learning is all about retaining that. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to see if this benefit, if it exists, um, whether it lasts beyond the learning period. So do I remember the words that I've learned with spellings better in a week's time? That's mm-hmm. also something we wanted to see. Sure. Yeah, that, that, that generalizing that learning into to regular life is so important. Yes. Completely agree. So what did you find out? Um, it was really, really interesting results, um, if I may say so myself. I was <laughs> you may pleased. say, and you absolutely may. <laughs> I was very pleased. Um, we found that both groups benefited from spellings. Um, so the children, uh, when taught with spellings, remembered those words better, learned them better. And this benefit was much greater for children with hearing loss. In fact, when we looked at the words that they'd learned and how well they learned them um, in terms of accuracy, um, we found that for words learned with spellings, children with and without hearing loss were at the same um, accuracy rates. So it really um, providing those spellings helped bridge the gap between um, the kids with and without hearing loss on mm-hmm. word learning um, and help them uh, remember those pronunciations much better. In addition to that, we also found that um, this benefit persisted through the one week of testing. So we tested one day after learning and then one week after learning, and we found that those words learned with spellings were still remembered um, better than words learned without in both the groups. For both groups. Wow. Yeah. So they're yeah. essentially by adding the visual of, of the spellings, they're learning on the same basis. Yes. Um, this is really um, exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's what we thought. Um, it was really, really interesting to see that, um, you know, providing that has helped them um, you know, really remember those words. And we, we looked at both picture naming and we also looked at um, retrieving those words. So they hear the word and they have to match it to the correct picture. And we found that there were benefits for kids with hearing loss in both these activities and across the time period. Um, whereas children with um, normal hearing, they didn't really show this kind of benefit after learning. Um, so it was really that different. So they didn't seem to need it as much as um, sure. children with hearing loss. Um, and children with hearing loss really did benefit from having the spellings there. And that's going to be so helpful, I think, for particularly itinerant teachers who are trying to coach mainstream teachers around getting the same outcomes for the whole classroom population. This is just one more strategy that you can add to ensure that the outcomes, not equal, but I guess on the same basis for both groups yes. of students. Yeah, exactly. And, and we already know that um, kids uh, without hearing loss do benefit from it. Um, so it's not, it's not um, a problem to put those spellings out there because everyone does benefit. Um, but we see that children with hearing loss benefit more. And I think the other thing that's very, very nice about this is that it's simple. It's low tech. Um, it doesn't require um, a lot of extra addition to a normal um, like a classroom setting or a um, or a speech therapy setting it's just the addition of um, spellings there and we don't even have to draw attention to, to it being there so if you're showing the child a picture and telling the child this is a cat um, just having the cat above the picture there is sufficient to uh, provide them that extra support and and that's so great because everyone 
is then learning off the same materials so students don't feel special or different or anything like that. It's not embarrassing because they're all using the same materials. But the beauty of that low tech means that there's really no excuse for anyone to not be doing it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like um, this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and um, having chatted to some of the um, Eitner teachers, I, um, they did tell me that some of them use it, but they said that it was great to have some evidence support yes. um, and, and it makes them, you know, uh, really happy to know that um, that's really helping them and to know that um, it's good to continue doing. Uh, Absolutely. We, we were always looking, always having to explain the why. Why would you use this yeah. strategy? And, and you're giving us this evidence. So now we've this true evidence-based practice is not just something that we thought up and thought it was a great idea. We've now got the research. Thank you so much for doing this work. It's fantastic. Thank you. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> we're really excited. And we're going to hear a lot more about it at the Itinerant Teacher of the Deaf Conference this Friday, the 11th of September um, yeah. online. I really encourage people to come and, and hear about this. I heard Andrea speaking on this and couldn't wait to hear it um, again and, and talk to you about this but as well. But such important research, Andrea. Thank you for doing it. Thank you. And look forward to, to seeing you, as I said, on Friday. Are there any sort of final thoughts, Andrew, that you wanted to um, share with teachers if they can't be with us on Friday or for people just listening? Um, I think I'd like to say that um, the evidence that we have so far really um, supports the use of spellings when we're teaching children new spoken words. Um, and um, I, I, I suppose a lot of teachers would be using it and I would just like to say that we also have evidence um, to keep using it and I really look forward to Friday when I can talk more about this. As do we. Thank you so much for your time now and as I said look forward to hearing you on Friday.